Hello, Habet. Wow. Hello. Hey. So great to be with you. Yes, a great surprise. Habet, do you not usually come to the calls? Is that what's uh, no. happening? No, because yes, I'm, I'm always with her. And so we have this double <laughs> sound here. And yeah, I am... The split attention sometimes, yeah, I, I, I think that this call would be too challenging for us both to be fully present. Mm. Is this the first call that you have with the Trainer Path Portugal? No. Okay, cool. Just, I'm glad. I'm glad about that. Hola, hola. Hello, hola. Hi, Alan. Uh, there was there has been almost half a year maybe a little bit more since i last saw you and and so i not that i did know but i don't know who you are i don't know who any of you are in fact i don't even know who i am as I, I just came back from my first ever possibility lab that I delivered. And so I'm, I still don't know who I am. <laughs> Is there any logistics before we start the session? Usually we wait like two minutes more, but I guess Dor said he wouldn't come, Tanya too. Virgil is not coming. But I, I'm not sure if we are the team for today yet. Mm -hmm. So I would invite us to wait one more minute. And then to start. Is Marco, Marco doesn't come in Pontus? Mark is not coming. So yes, I, I, I would just say goodbye again. I'm just in the space to yeah to get a taste of you and to see you to show up to to show the baby and yeah to show you also that I'm still there and I'm following the chat as much as I can and I'm so glad that every time you have or we have a, a another trainer holding space and yeah that Bera is here now and Cornelius was there and yeah it's it's it, I, I see it growing and I, I'm enjoying it. In the same way, I see also the little one growing and enjoying that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank, Enjoy. Thank, thank yeah. you, Abed. Thank, thank you for, for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. 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 Ciao. Ciao, Vera. Ciao, Abed. Okay. Yeah, this is the theme. Yeah, this is what I figured because if Marco isn't here, Tanya said she wasn't coming, Dor said it wouldn't come, and Virgilio said it wasn't come, this is us. I don't think there's anybody in the less Clinton or Aunt Chloe would surprise us. Yeah, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't come in anyway. It's seven five, it's seven six. Okay. Doors are closed. 
Are there any logistics? The logistics space is closed. No more logistics. I, I want to ask you, to start the session, I want to ask you, what are the questions that move you right now? What are the questions that are moving you right now? And we can start with Carla. Thank you, Veda. The questions that are moving me right now is, are, um, be fully present for my own rhythm on trainer pass. Being fully present to wait, wait, wait. What is the question? This is this is declaration or a okay. decision. What is the question? The question is, um, what is my own very rhythm on trainer path? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the main question that I'm staying with. Um, can you say a little bit more about this? Yes, I can. Um, it's important for me to, to hold that question because um, I'm discovering more and more about myself and the way I relate myself to what I get from, from possibility management. Um, and the, the huge world of things that happen and um, and it's important for me to find my own way and my own rhythm so that I can be fully present to the things that make sense to me and to be in my best um, position to hold space for others and for myself during these calls and during every type of work that I do based on possibility management. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. <clears throat> Julian, you're right next to Carla on my screen. Would you go next? Yes. Thank you. I think the deepest question that I have at the moment is, is really about how do I up the, my kind of adult's control of my life? And in a process I did recently, I... And Chloe asked me, like, what percentage do you think your adult is in control and what percentage do you think your child is in control? And <clears throat> I... I'm, I'm pretty sure my adult is, like, less than 50%. And... I guess I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the labs and ETBs that are coming up as a kind of chance to make a big shift about that. Julian, you stopped yourself when you were speaking. What was going on? Mm. Yeah, I think it's... 
I'm kind of slightly confronted by my own lack of controlness, which maybe I hadn't, I was out of control before, but I'm slightly more aware of my out of controlness now than I was before. Mm -hmm. What do you mean with controlness? I mean, this. like the mechanical machinery of the box dictating my life or the gremlin dictating my life. I'm sort of aware of that happening more than I was before. And then I get into this state of kind of frustration about that somehow. Well, like I'm wanting it to be different though it is, but it's not. Julian, are you up for doing a do-over? Yes. You shared nothing about your feelings. Mm -hmm. And I can see that you are feeling. I mean, yeah. everybody can see it. Will you do a do-over? Yes. About that. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel sad because I notice, I'm noticing the ways that I'm not in control of my life or my being isn't in control of my life. Or that my life is like being controlled in like a mechanical box way. Or like my grandma is like winning the show in some way. Um, Yeah, I think I'm also angry. I think it just like one example of this is I ended up, I just stayed up quite late last night. And now I feel really tired today. And I'm just like, oh, that was fucking stupid. Why did you do that? <laughs> What, it, okay. So that would be your gremlin. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Is there anything else, Julian? No. Thanks. Thank you, Julian. Louise, you are next to Julian. Will you tell me what are the questions that move you? What is moving inside of me? What's what's my shadow moving and where is it going? Where am I going not knowing? And what do I still don't know? That's that's scaring that scares me in the last few weeks. People see in me things that I still don't know. 
And as they bring me, I go after that hunt. And I keep finding more and more. Thank you. Thank you, Luis. Thank you, Luis. Joana, will you go next? Yes. Thank you. I have two or three questions that I'm now experimenting with. That is, in, in what ways or what experiments can I do or I have to do in order to have a relationship with my gremlin that works? And also, what are the next spaces that I that I want to create? Uh, has an experiment to go non-linear in my in my in, in my hometown, in, in this villa that I am. Um, and from from this last experience, this weekend is. There's something in me that um, how can I use my invisibility to to, to manifest clarity? something like this related to um, speak from the unknown. There's, there's this, how can I tap into something that, how, to, how do I go to, to the channel of the unknown? Like, how can I speak more from the unknown? Like every moment or each moment be there. Mm. Thank you, Joana. Can you say a little bit more about the invisibility? I, I'm not I'm not I'm not clear about how the invisibility is connected to clarity in you. Neither do I. Is um it feels like half gremlin half skill my invisibility and I don't know how to bring that into my own clarity and into spaces. Yeah. So is what you're saying something like how you could bring your clarity like so that invisibility is something that you have that is a skill developed by your gremlin but how can you use that to bring clarity in spaces? Yeah, I, I use that. And, and I, I would like to know more about that because sometimes it goes shadow and, and, so, and, and other times it's like, it's like, is what brings the clarity. I, I go from this space. It's, it's like, uh, from my invisibility, I see the invisible, what's not said, what's not being done. And, and, yeah, sometimes I stay there. My gremlin likes to stay there, invisible and not saying. And then 
when I bring that to the space, but not only, not always I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of this move or, or, or it's easy to do this move or because I'm scared. Most of the times it's like, it's fear on the way of, of this skill or willingness okay. to bring different things to the space. Thank you, Shwana. Thank you. Yeah. Allah, will you go next? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the question. Um, I have a couple of questions that are alive in me right now. Um, and one is, I, I sense that I, I'm living now in the, in, in, the, in the transition in myself. I did some stuff in the past and now I'm asking a lot my, the question, what's my contribution to the world again? Like, like a two-point thing. What what is that? So it's I have this thing in me like what is next for me? Um I have this question also why I'm feeling so afraid of responsibility, like stepping up to more responsibility. So I have this this struggle inside of me in question. Also, one thing that is alive is how can I manage better kind of work, my contribution with self-care? I'm struggling with that. So I'm very aware, how can I bring that to my life more? So this conscious balance between in the world contributing, but, but being made in the, in the, in the space of self-love and and in the, in the different space that I did in the past. So that's very much alive in me. Yeah, and, yeah, and with that, there is a lot of feelings. I feel a lot of, lastly, I'm feeling a lot of fear because I'm getting and stepping, doing different things and I'm really scared and fearful. About? Yeah, I think it's about responsibility because life is bringing me kind of unexpected things and I, I'm feeling scared, like, oh, shit. Can I, can I do that or should I go there or things like that? Yeah, so the question is why I'm feeling so afraid of responsibility. Thank you, Alain. Thank you. Raul, will you go next? What it's alive you meet? Why am I afraid to fear more than than I feel? And can you say that again? I'm sorry. Why am I afraid to feel more than I feel? And why don't I act? So, or how can I act from that feeling when I feel it? Mm 
and also if i'm if i if i already saw that it's a gremlin food it's something in the middle and it's his or her gremlin and i observed that and i'm not getting hooked how can i act afterwards what can i do how how can i respond after that you mean after a gremlin offer for intimacy after a gremlin after yeah after a gremlin is trying to hook me and i'm seeing that and i don't know how to act to that i'm okay i'm not hooked but how can i react to that after okay okay yeah thank you that, thank you i want to share also what are some of the questions that are moving me the the biggest question that i move that i move from right, right now that it, that move me because questions are starters, they're world openers, door openers. That's the power of asking questions. Is how does it work? How, how does it work to stay committed and to be with someone in their transformational journey, even when they are not committed or when they are... Um, when another person is, co the, the commitment that they have or that the, the ego state has or the gremlin ego state has is bigger to stay small. So how, how, can, how does it work to be on the company and creating transformation with people when parts of them, the parts of them that are not committed to transformation are bigger. And what, how, how can I shift the space? So this is my, my research at the moment. As I just said in the doors are gateways. Uh, questions are gateways. Questions are, are doorways that, that take you to spaces that have the power if it's a, a good question or a useful question it's an extraordinary question can take you to can take you and your whole group into a, a space that does not exist before that does not that that the the, the that the the people cannot be themselves the same selves in you could create with the question space that you know, Joanna is not Joanna anymore. Carla is not Carla. Julian is not Julian. Alan, <clears throat> Ruiz, Raul are not themselves. You can be others. You can be more. You can be love or clarity or integrity or community. So these are, are called archetypal questions. And when I asked you this, these archetypal, one archetypal uh, questions, some of you responded from uh, this the, a part of your mind of 
where am I in my self-healing and what, how, how, where is my X on the map? Like, what can I do in, in, in my X on the map? I'm here and I want to move to the next thing. And some of you answered also in this more archetypal way, what is my purpose or how can I go into places that I haven't been before? How can I be of service? So these are different levels of where your point of origin is responding from. So this is what I noticed. There's a, there's questions that you can make from a completely different space and there's answers that you can make from a completely different space inside you. None of them is good and none of them is bad. But did you, did you get what I'm talking about? About the, the answers being in different levels. Okay. So questions that go, why am I here? Or that start even like why have the power to bring you to your head, first of all, because it goes into reasons or justifications or analyzing how this is, how this came to be. A more powerful question is how do I move from that space? So, for example, Raul, when you said, how can I respond after a gremlin hook is different than why am I stuck in a, you know, after a gremlin hook. So it, it takes you on a totally different journey. And so transformational journey is not necessarily one that you understand or your box understands, but one that just brings more possibilities and then you experiment. These are the questions that we're going to explore more of today and the spaces and creating those kinds of spaces. Because answering the questions of how, answering the questions of what, answering the questions of why, uh, closes your journey of, of discovering. I often say this example, I used to work with children and you know, children are very curious. And so they ask a lot of questions when you're out in the woods, in the forest, they, they look at the sky and they see a bird and they often go, what is this? What, what is that bird? What's that bird? Or what's, what's that animal? And if you say, oh, that's, that's a pigeon or that's a crow, then the conversation is over. Their mind is satisfied, but their heart is not. Their soul, their spirit is not. Because the conversation, the discovery space is over. If you, instead of answering the question, you go through a discovery journey with them, like, I don't know, let's find out. Because the name of the bird is not what the bird is. You are not Alain. You are not Julian. Julian is your name. Carla is your name. Vera is my name. I am not Vera. So, okay, how can we discover what animal this is? What do we need to learn? And suddenly the child is in a discovery. So this is discovering together. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm gonna put you both in groups of three and I'm gonna go between spaces, uh, between the, the breakout rooms so that you can create, you can use your own question 
to create a discovery journey with the people in your team. And this is a skill of a trainer, a skill of a coach, of a possibility coach, an emotional healing process where you get out of, it has to start from getting out of the way from your mind, thinking that it knows the answer, thinking that it will get the answer and that it will get anywhere and just opens to discovering in a team. So minimum of three people, this is, and we're going to experiment what things work, what things don't work for creating discovery together. Any questions so far about this or comments? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I didn't think I get, got everything. So we together help each other to design theory of, series of questions on the topic that we brought here, or we just talk we, about this topic and, and try to find out how to create that. How, how can we do that? How, how, what are the questions? Is that the question? What are, things like that? Or, sorry. Well, we're going to, thank you, Alain, for the feedback. What we're going to uh, develop and practice is the skill of holding a discovery space. So to, what are the elements needed to create a discovery space? What is it need in you? What is in need in the space? What gets stuck in a discovery space and what doesn't? What works, what doesn't? And one of the ways, and so this is, this is an absolute skill if you wanna become trainers and, and train and expand the box, this is one of the most used skills on an expand the box training. So some people think that expand the box training is about delivering maps. The maps are just like the last thing. It's about creating possibility and creating a, a, a safe enough space so that discovery happens in the participants. And so you're not, it's not brainwashing, it's not telling this is how it is, it's going on a journey with them. And so you as a space holder needs to go on a journey as well to not know how it goes. Otherwise the space is, is stiff and dead. Okay? So the maps are great, the maps are great and they're not the base. They're not like the, they're not the crutches, they're not the structure. What is, is the discovery journey. Otherwise it's school. So this is what we're going to, this is what we're going to practice. And we're going to use your own questions to create that discovery space because your own questions create the authentic necessity for that space to be alive. Has any of you done possibility speaking with a person that asked you for possibilities for something that they don't really want? Has anyone done this experiment? Sure. Yeah, sometimes happens that yeah. what, what the person is asking for is not what it really is, but then we discover that. Yeah. yeah. So what happens in you when, when you're the one, you know, like you click in yourself into a space through which the bright principle of possibility can speak into, and then what happens with the first question that was not really the real question? Yeah, it's not coming. Something is off. Yeah, yes. 
So your bright principles and the space through which your bright principles come in, it's like, it's flat. How I experience is this flatness. It's like, eh, nothing really comes. It, everything feels known and mm, not alive, not buzzing with energy. So this is why having an authentic necessity creates like a, an authentic real question creates the necessity for the discovery of the space. So that's first element that you need is an actual authentic necessity, not a, you know, like a, if you're going to hold trainings and hold workshops, there's a lot of people, including maybe yourselves, there's, there are that learned how to ask questions from your head. Like I learned to ask questions for the questions that would make me look good in front of the teacher and answer the things that I thought the teachers would want to hear. So all of the questions and answers were coming from my box strategies. So this is totally different. If you're creating a space that to really navigate the space to the authentic necessity of the person, make that the center of your space and then the necessity is there and then the service to that necessity can be there. So that's the first element. So that's why we use the questions that you checked in with. Any, any other questions before I give instructions? Okay, so this is how it's going to work. It's gonna be three people. One will be the space holder. Another one will have the question and another one will be the scribe to, to write down. And I will be the timekeeper for everybody. So these are four logistic elements for uh, holding a, a space of discovery. Timekeeping, space holder, and, and scribe, and then the question, okay? So Joanna, will you put me as co-host so I can move around or something like that? Thank you. Okay. I want to say something. Go ahead. I don't have nothing to write on it. So I want to ask if that's a problem or. Raul, how, how do you think you can become a trainer without having your big book right now in any call of the training? I don't know. Actually, I cannot. Yeah. Because look, you're in a cafe with someone and you're creating possibility for them. And it's pure gold. It's pure gold. You've, you're saying something to their your friend that you've never said before. It's amazing. It's creating transformation. It's this beautiful alive space. You're like, fuck, this is exactly what I want to do with my life. And then the person is, doesn't write anything down. The next day, they have nothing. They, they remember the sensation, but they don't have the things to work on. They don't have the next step. Well, their gremlin stops them completely from breaking, from, from transforming, from changing. And you also wouldn't have the amazing distinctions and amazing... Um, yeah, the space that you created, the, 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 
coolest things from your archetypal lineage is like lost. I don't remember half of the things that I say in transformational spaces. If I didn't have someone sometimes reading or recording the calls, would be lost. We wouldn't have the this, these distinctions if Clinton hadn't written everything down. So mm. it's it it can be really useful, and it's it's keeping it's like keeping pure gold to share with others. Will you get something to write right now, please? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So I will, uh, Raul will be in the group of three that is already here. I have it Alain, Julian, and Raul, and then Carla, Luis, and then Joana, because you're one of the hosts, you, you have to join uh, manually. And so Raul, my proposal is for Raul to be the scribe of the first, um, of the first space. The, the scribe, the person who writes, is also a participant. So it's not used as an escape from the space. And also speak and also writes at the same time. For you to be, so one of you will have the question, one of you will be writing, and the other one will be the space holder. And your space holder, you make sure that the, the context is radical responsibility that it stays in the electricity of not knowing the, the already predefined answers. So you have to keep the sword of clarity to your neck and to other people's necks so that the, the space goes in a certain rhythm that is not too slow or too fast, that you keep asking questions from other, from uh, and saying things and asking questions from other uh, angles from other directions so that more mm, discovery and more exploration is created. It doesn't matter if, uh, if the direction changes completely. It is also not a, a gremlin feeding nonlinear. It's not a, it's not a possibility speaking. Which is, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? It's not fireworks of possibility is everyone is in that same journey. So you need to make sure space holders that the scribe is, is still in the space and the, the person with the question is still in the space and that you are, that the three of you did not leave the space, did not leave the, the bright principle of discovery. So for example, let's, let's do a little example here. When I asked, what are the questions that move you? And Julian, for example, he answered about how do I up my adult control of my life? And then he stopped and he said, you know, he shared this, this process with uh, and Chloe. And then he, he stopped, he stopped talking. So what I did was I brought him back in because he went somewhere. Julian went somewhere and he wasn't with us anymore. And so one of the ways that you bring people in is make it real from their feelings. Most people in this call did not share with their feelings. Notice that you are trainers. There are 
holding space for conscious feelings work in other people and you yourselves are not sharing with your feelings. If you don't do that and if you don't go first, the others won't catch up. The other people won't go liquid too, won't really start feeling. So space holder, be in your feelings, make sure that everyone is, you're encouraging people to stay out of their box and speak from somewhere else and keep making offers and experiments. Like for example, what I did with Julian, ask questions, let your light bright principles speak. Meaning if you think you know the answer of something that worked for you, don't, don't say it, say the next thing. And if the next thing is also something that is familiar to you, or you heard another person, another trainer, if they say, don't say it. So this is a practice space. There's no wrong way of doing it. There's only practice and experimenting. Okay. So we're going to go once, and then we're going to come back to the main circle and share a few things. And then we're going to go twice. We're going to come back and then share then we're going to go the three a third time. Any any other questions? Okay. So the first question exploration uh, we will have. Let's say we have still forty five minutes more, right, Joanna? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So let's do let's do ten minutes. And I will share it with you. I'll send it for everybody. Okay, good luck. Am I staying here, Vera? Uh, no, everybody okay. goes and I go with you. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Yes. Então, então, space holder, eu posso ser space holder? I can write, eu posso escrever. Carla traz a pergunta. Ok. A minha pergunta, não é? Por acaso, eu não a apontei, mas tenho alguns, não, não muito bem formulada, mas eu vou com o que eu tenho. Então, a pergunta que eu tenho... Que eu tenho Uh, tem a ver com encontrar o meu próprio ritmo um, ao serviço do que eu já faço e ao serviço do Possibility Management. Um, e o que eu estou a, a, a criar espaço para encontrar a resposta a essa pergunta é permitir-me a explorar, a permitir-me ficar com a pergunta, a permitir-me não me apressar em encontrar a resposta. Ah. Ok, já está, não é? Já fizemos isso. Já, já fizemos, sim. Ah. E na realidade é isso que eu estou a fazer, eu não estou com pressa em encontrar a resposta, estou a experimentar formatos, estou a, a acompanhar-me a mim própria na ausência da resposta. 
dizer mais sobre isso? Acompanhar com as ansiedades de resposta? Significa que, um, que perante o medo, por exemplo, de dizer, olha, faço... Um, Faço desta ou daquela forma, hum, não sei, não sei como é que vai ser. Por exemplo, eu não sei uh, o que é que vou fazer a seguir. A seguir fiz uma introdução ao Rage Club, fiz um Rage Club, não sei o que é que vai ser a seguir. Foram duas experiências completamente diferentes, eu não sei o que é que vai ser a seguir. Então eu, eu Qual é o, qual é o, o, o problema da, da, da pergunta? Não há nenhum problema, há, há, sou eu a explorar ah, um campo que eu... Que eu... Não, está a ver eco, não sei se é da minha parte. É um campo que eu supostamente, quando comecei a fazer o Rage Club Space Holders, pensei, ok, faço um Rage Club, depois faço a série, uh, e estou a perceber que pode não ser assim. Então, não é propriamente um problema, mas é uma questão que eu vou ficar com a, a não ausência da resposta para ir explorando a ver o que é que acontece, a ver o que é que eu sinto que vai acontecer, o que é que está a emergir aqui para mim, o que é que, o que, é que as pessoas me vão devolvendo do que fizeram e, portanto, é um campo de saber acompanhar-me nesse desconhecido. Não sei se ficou... Hum, hum, de onde é que vem essa, essa a, a pergunta? Vem, vem de um, de um... Qual é a necessidade? Qual é a tua necessidade? É a real necessidade? De estabelecer o meu ritmo e a minha própria maneira de fazer as coisas. Saindo da comparação com há um ritmo uh, do trainer pass, há um ritmo de treinadores, há um ritmo de trabalho que eu posso ou não seguir, tanto em termos de formato como de periodicidade. Podes uh, dar mais três respostas a esta pergunta? Qual é a tua, real... uhum. Qual é a tua real necessidade ao fazeres essa pergunta? Eu, eu não estou não a tentar responder sequer à pergunta. Eu sinto que ela existe porque a minha necessidade é qual? Eu sou uma pessoa mentalmente organizada. E, ou seja, faço... Vou delinear algo que eu pretendo fazer. Carla, eu sinto que estás a falar da cabeça. Uh, podes falar pelos sentimentos. Vou fazer a pergunta outra vez. Qual é a real necessidade que está por detrás da pergunta? É de eu saber ficar com o meu medo. Ou seja, eu tenho que aprender a ficar no medo. E, a e caminhar com ele. Não sei se eu continuo a responder, ou seja, então vou, vou tentar ser mais clara, Joana. O, o... Não, 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 espera, espera, espera. Eu, ah. eu, hum, parece que estou hum, com medo das tuas respostas, parece que estás num, num context, num, parece que estás num, a fazer um teste, <risos> e não é isso que se trata. Hum. É mesmo a, a, levares a pergunta e entrares no teu desconhecido para tu fazeres a tua própria pesquisa. Eu não sei qual é a resposta, eu não, eu não, não, uhum. não tenho resposta certa ou errada, mas é como se aproveita qual é a tua real necessidade para entrar, ou seja, podias dizer, ah, estou com medo, e do, o meu medo diz-me que, em vez de, eu tenho que saber estar no meu medo, como se o medo não estivesse sempre lá, o medo está uhum. sempre lá. Então, de um sentimento que te suja, depois de eu fazer outra vez a pergunta, fala do sentimento e vê o que é que vem 
Uhum. Mas, mas não vem de algo da cabeça que já pensaste ou que, ou que pensas que sabes. É mesmo o convite a entrar naquele túnel de ah, olha, a tua pergunta fez-me sentir raiva. E depois vais raiva porque e deixa-te abrir àquilo que vier. Eu vou pôr o plug no meu, na minha bateria. Uhum. Okay. Então, qual, é, qual é a real necessidade da tua, por detrás da tua pergunta, Carla? Qual é o sentimento que vem depois de que está mais ativo no teu corpo neste momento? É o medo. É o medo. É o medo de estar sozinha. É o medo de. de permanecer sozinha. É o medo de deixar de estar sozinha. Precisamente por isso, ou seja, talvez isto seja mais, mais próximo do que eu estava a tentar dizer, é se por um lado é, é, é importante o, o, o team, o trabalho com outros, por outro lado um, o, o ficar no medo é fica com medo, mas não te afastes de ti. E, e, e uma coisa não tem que não tem propriamente que, que, que lhe levar à outra, mas o medo primordial é o medo de ficar sozinha, quer por trabalhar sozinha, quer por ser uma solidão que me afasta de mim, ou um trabalho da equipa que me afasta de mim. Eu não sei se eu estou ainda a conseguir ir a esse outro lugar. Mas é medo, é muito medo. Uh. O que é que os outros podem trazer para que possas ficar no teu medo? Partilha do medo também, partilha do medo deles, ou seja, ficarmos juntos com o medo, cada um com o seu, podendo partilhar o de cada um, mas eu sentindo que, 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 que isso pode existir, que podemos fazer um mergulho juntos no medo. Uhum. E como é que o medo de de ficares um, como é que o medo de perderes o teu centro uh, se, se revela nesta pergunta ou como é que se pode revelar 
Nisto posso também fazer perguntas. Okay. Pode-se revelar nessa, nessa tentativa de ir devagar para encontrar o meu ritmo, que era essa a questão, ou seja, encontrar o, o ritmo entre o, a, a minha forma de trabalhar e a forma de trabalhar que eu posso ter na linha do possibility management. Então o medo, ficar no medo, ajuda-me a dar os passos ao meu ritmo, sem, sem acelerar em demasia porque estou com medo, então traz-me esse foco, traz-me essa cautela, esse, esse ritmo que é, que é mais apropriado a mim e que se tiver que fazer uma decisão, então que seja de ficar ou de não fazer, ou de fazer à minha própria maneira, um exemplo muito, muito claro. Ajuda um exemplo? Hum. Está-me a surgir aqui outra coisa que é... Qual é a parte que fala quando acha que há um ritmo apropriado para fazer algo? Eu não tenho a certeza se é a parte que, que gosta de fazer bem feito e a parte exigente, não é? ou, se, ou se é a parte um, que de facto uh, consegue esperar o tempo que for necessário até o coração estar preparado, ou se sentir preparado, ou, ou nunca se sente impreparado, mas o momento em que o coração sente o um impulso para avançar. Como é que, como é que a, a parte dessas duas partes que tu disseste fazem parte de, de, de que tu as partes da box, do being, do gremlin? A parte do coração faz parte do being. Um, a parte da exigência pode fazer parte da caixa. Do, do perfeito, do, do, do ter fazer as coisas perfeitas, de estarem bem feitas, de estarem exigentes, de eu ter um determinado grau de exigência para comigo e só estar satisfeita quando chego lá. E se as pessoas fizerem parte da box, se considerasses essa possibilidade, o que é que acontecia à tua pergunta? Poderia ser, poderia ser desenhada, poderia, quando eu de alguma forma coloco isso, essa, essa possibilidade, a pergunta perde peso. E como é que poderias um, entrar noutro espaço com a tua pergunta? Como se fosse a pergunta, a pergunta seguinte é essa pergunta.
A pergunta seguinte, se calhar, pode, se poderia ser algo como como é que eu crio espaço para não ter a necessidade de ter um ritmo ou de ter uma definição acerca de ritmo e simplesmente ir. E qual é o sentimento que está presente agora em ti? No teu corpo emocional? O, o medo que paralisa foi por um medo que entusiasma. E a alegria? Porque isso também é medo. Também. Também emergiu. Porque o medo também traz isto. Ao lado da alegria e do entusiasmo. Obrigada, Obrigada Joana. Obrigada. Obrigada às duas. Eu não vi o que é que a Vera escreveu. Acho que tínhamos, tínhamos dois minutos e agora tá, já fechou a sala mesmo. Estamos a 19 segundos para voltar. Ah, é, agora é depois disso. Ah, porque eu sou vou. Então vamos lá, vamos lá todos ter. Até já. Agora, Sim, até já. Até já. Ok, welcome back. Thank you for your first experiment in this in this configuration, this crazy configuration with only three people. What worked and what did not work? What hints can you share about, gosh, the space was really not alive. The space was really alive in this moment so far. In the beginning, um, for me, was uh, was to shift the space from a space of answering kind of a test, and then how how could I navigate it to, towards something else? And then I, I used like the the feelings, the feelings um, that, that really helped to to have more information about what was happening and to name, to name like or to say I I don't want to have. This conversation, I would like to hear you from another space, just to, to kind of announce or put in the space that another space is possible. And I would like to go there, like with you, kind of in invitation. Um, so that was not working. I was feeling like uh, uh, my um, the resistance. There was a resistance in my in my box, kind of a, a reaction, like kind of box to box. And me having this distinction that ah my box is like mm, like mm, I don't want to be here. That gave me the sign like oh ah, okay this is the distinction. And then in the end, was to what work was to ask which, which part of uh, like uh, Carla was making this question, and there was two parts. And then I, I added, what if I added the possibility? What if like the question is coming from just the box? What would happen to your question? And then more space was created like, to give the possibility of the question being done just by the box. Uh, what, what would happen? And, th and that shifted completely. And then Carla could make a, a, a different question. So it was not 
the, the, the real necessity of the question was not there. Thank, Thank you, you Joanna. So I'm just saying what I got was to shift from, from that group was to shift the space from answering a test to another kind of space and to name that that space exists constantly. I don't want to do this. There is another space. So this would this works to break the zombieism or sometimes there's like gremlin manipulation or box neurosis. They're going blah, 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 and you stop it. Something else is possible. So this, this is a way to to use neurotic listening to change the space. And Joanna, also I heard using the feelings, to use the feelings, so get people out of their uh, boxes and more into their bodies, to notice box to box reaction. And um, what I considered was, you didn't say meta conversation, but it was almost this, you know, what if the question is coming just from the box to navigate into what is the real question actually, right? So you can mute that with a meta conversation. Cool. So for me, uh, I was answering the questions, but it was it it was being difficult for me. I was facing resistance, and and it, it, I didn't know how to how to navigate. And what helped was exactly when the, the the space shifted with with the first with the feeling, and then with the question, "What if?" those two places come from your box that was the only way i could actually started having a, a speech based on from from a different point in me because I, I was i couldn't do it i was just i was trying to it was just box resistance so it makes the whole difference when uh, when the question was asked what if this was simply your box so that was the shift where i i could started from a different place. Thank you, Carla. Cool. What about from the other group? I can share um, what worked for me and I was um, receiving questions was direct feedback. It kind of wake me up. So that, that works, that shifts the space. Can you say what, what kind of feedback was it about? Yeah, like, um, I don't remember exactly what question, but like giving or giving more clarity um, to the other person and, and saying, so the, yeah, that, that feedback, that, that other mirror saying back things to you, that that wakes up things, uh, wake up things in me, and make me more clear about about what I was exploring. In that sense. Cool, thank you. So how I how I see what you just said is when, for example, I, I stopped and was and said, okay, I coached Julian to ask you about what is really the feeling of feeling aligned, right? So. Mm. And then you could, and then Julian could, could do that and say, okay, what is really the feeling? So brought you to clarity with that feedback. Is this what you mean? Yeah, for instance, yeah. Cool. What else from that group? Any other things that work? I, I got so much out of it. I think the, a big thing was asking, have we hit the authentic necessity yet? 
And if not, it's kind of to go deeper into the person's feelings. And once you've hit the authentic necessity, then it's, it's either, do you have distinctions to offer the person or are there like research possibilities for them that they could experiment with themselves? And then there was something else about with Alan, maybe the question was coming from his box or a box fear. And, um, but that didn't mean that the question wasn't, it was still a sort of transformation that could happen going deeper into the question. Kind of realizing where it was coming from is, is, is valuable. It's not always as simple as like, there's a question and what you're looking for is the answer. One thing that I've also noticed that worked in the group that I was coaching was to, uh, when, when I asked Alan to speak, you know, like, okay, because he was answering uh, like, oh, I got it. I'm now analyzing my predicament. And so that was, again, closing the dialogue. And so, okay, no, instead of that, move to that new space of not knowing, move to that space of not knowing. And so because Alan was uh, not moving, what I suggest is speak as if you were Picasso, for example. So you, this is also, you can, anyone in the space can shift identity into a completely different uh, character. And that would, get, would say things in a different way than your box would say. So then Alain was much more animated and, and had a completely different way of speaking into the space. Some things were known, I think, and some things were unknown. And so this, this can really help with um, uh, bringing other value, value that Alain doesn't, Alain doesn't, or, or Raoul. And I want, yeah. And is there anything else? I want to go to the next round. Just to share, for me, it worked distinctions, but in this context, we already know the distinction. So I was wondering, working with someone else that is not on this context, how you bring distinctions um, and, the, and the good questions in, in, a, in a very effective way, because here we talked about the concept, because it's still a concept, the box, and then, then we understand that Imagine that we are coaching someone that is not having this context. That's, so the, how... fun, that's the fun part of being a trainer. Exactly. That's so what was... we're doing here. Yeah. So that's exactly it. So when, when Julian said offer distinctions, distinctions are still lenses to talk to, to, through which you talk to people. And if you give them, you don't have to. Uh, so a distinction would not be the answer to the question. So for example, when I, when I changed the conversation, I, I, I made a suggestion to change the conversation into how do you think you can live? Have, live as if you know what's going to happen. So I'm already offering a, a distinction is there. I don't say it directly about the, you know, the, the clarity of knowing or the value of knowing, but I already make the questions through the lens. So this is a way of communicating with people who don't have distinctions, but you already offer them a new space to explore. How do you think, how does it work for you to live like that? You know, and it is embedded in the question, the distinction. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's also an art to not bring a distinction as a, this is the truth or I'm right, or 
yeah. What if questions like what uh, um, Joanna also did really work? What if your question is coming from the, the things that you already know, your comfort zone, or you don't have to say the box, say something else. All right, we're gonna go round two. We have enough to start with. And again, good luck. Thank you. Então, agora eu posso ir com a pergunta. Carla, folder, eu vou escrever. Ok. Ok. Então, a minha pergunta é... O que é que, o que, é que eu não estou a ver? Como é que eu consigo ver as partes da minha sombra de forma mais eficaz? É que eu consigo encontrar mais da minha sombra. Ok, Carla, vê o propósito. De... Qual, é que é o... Qual é que é o propósito que tu se... uh, consegues cheirar desta pergunta? Não com a tua cabeça, olha para o Luís. Cheira. Cheira-me medo. Okay. Qual é o medo que sentes quando colocas essa pergunta? Sinto medo de sinto medo de, de não conhecer, de não saber como é que vou reagir. Não sei como é que me ponho aí fora. Tenho medo das minhas reações. Tenho medo de mim mesmo. Medo de ti mesmo. Podes ir um bocadinho mais profundo nesse medo? Sim. Sim. Tenho medo de, de afugentar toda a gente à minha volta. Tenho medo de me soltar. Tenho medo de aparecer. Tenho medo de, de não saber o que, o que faço. Medo de não saberes o que fazes. Se te imaginares, se imaginares isso a acontecer, que é o pior que tu visualizas? E como é que ficas com o teu medo a partir daí? Fico sozinho. Espera, agora estás a, a, tu mudaste o espaço para uma espécie de processo de coaching. Não é, não é uma descoberta, não estás a levar a Joana também lá. Portanto, uh, a Joana? Você, sim, vocês os três são uma equipa. Ou seja, isto num, num espaço de descoberta podia ter 20 pessoas. Uhum. 20 pessoas a descobrirem uma coisa nova a partir desta pergunta como é que eu vejo porque tu tens esta pergunta e a Joana tem esta pergunta eu tenho esta pergunta como é que eu vejo mais do meu, do meu, da minha sombra como é que eu me dou conta mais o que tu estás a sugerir é, estás-me a dizer o que é que eu posso fazer para a Joana eu já, tu disseste-me que eu não estou a levar a Joana lá então devo abrir o espaço à Joana e se colocar Sim. ela também uma pergunta não, não? tu dizes estás a fazer muito energeticamente estás a fazer um processo de coaching com o Luís com o Luís, ok e isto então, é uma pergunta para todos imagina, tens de te colocar no espaço em que tu também tens esta pergunta ok, okay? e posso falar, de, mas, mas, mas eu não vou falar de mim ou, vou, ou, ou, ou desse meu medo dessa minha pergunta 
tu colocas-te na tua pergunta, na, na, na parte de ti que tem a mesma pergunta e deixas outra parte de ti falar. O, o, o teu propósito é manter o espaço em constante descoberta, inclusive de, para ti mesma. Mas também que serve a necessidade do espaço. E a Joana também, pronto, ela escreve, mas também está no espaço, também pode fazer perguntas, dizer coisas, partilhar, fazer propostas. Qual, qual é a parte de ti que não vê a tua sombra? A mim parece-me que a sombra hum, a não, box. só não quer ser vista. A box. O Gremlin. E... Vai mais profundo, Luís. Não é uma resposta de escola. É box, grammar. A própria sombra. A própria sombra... Está-se a defender... Esta sombra está-se a defender de uma forma genial, que é está a crescer conforme eu vou atrás dela. Ela continua a crescer. E, e faz-me tropeçar algumas vezes. Então... Eu estou desconfiado que a própria sombra se utiliza... Luís, qual é a parte de ti que está a falar agora? Para mim? Em vez de fazer essa pergunta outra vez, um, navega-o para, para outra parte dele. Yeah. Como... Conecta-te com o teu espaço da possibilidade e, e qual é a próxima possibilidade para hum, veres a tua sombra? É deixar de ter esta história que não vejas a sombra e... e começar a fazer o trabalho, novamente, a continuar a espelhar-me, encontrar aquilo que não conheço e gradualmente vou-me conhecendo mais e mais. É. Uma, das, uma das possibilidades é, qual é o benefício de conheceres tudo, conheceres a totalidade de ti? Em que, em que, parte, que parte de ti é ainda aí está a controlar-te controlar portanto isto tem a distinção de controlo é um princípio sombrio quando eu tento navegar a minha vida tentando controlar uh, as, uh, uh, os meus comportamentos, então eu não sou eu, eu sou o seu controle. Eu, estou, eu, eu sou o controle ele próprio. Não há, não há fim para... Não existe fim no mundo da sombra. Não existe fim... E se, se, eu, se tu dedicares toda a tua vida 
só uh, olhar para a sombra é só sombra que tu vais fazer que tu vais ter e tu vais um, estar embrulhado o que é que para que é que tu queres ver essa sombra toda? para os teus sentimentos. Sinto... Sinto raiva vai, de andar à procura. Vai. vai, vai, vai. Sinto raiva de estar... de estar à procura de uma coisa que não conheço. Sinto raiva de encontrar coisas que não conheço em mim. Sinto medo de não saber parar de controlar e sinto medo de estar agarrado a uma história de que quanto mais sombra eu conheço, mais conheço de tudo de mim. E sinto raiva sobre isso. O que é que tu sinto... queres mesmo? O que é que tu queres mesmo, Luís? Sem merdas. O que me aparece agora é sentir-me mais saudável. Sentir-me mais equilibrado. Há um caminho, há um caminho, vida, e se a vida fosse um, uma colaboração não linear, em que não existe um caminho certo, um caminho errado, não existe uh, bom e mal, onde, onde, onde é que tu te colocarias? Onde é que nós todos nos colocaríamos? Se a vida... Sim, mas se a vida não tem, se tu vais para, o, para, o, para, para a esquerda ou para a direita e nenhum destes caminhos é mau, onde é que tu estás? Onde é que nós estamos? Como é que nós sabemos? Como é que tu te relacionas com o caminho? Como é que vocês e eu me relaciono com o caminho? Eu sou o caminho. O que é que... Se eu não vou para a esquerda nem para a direita, eu estou aqui agora. Como se tu tivesses várias partes. E, e a pergunta que eu gostava de fazer-vos é existe bullshit? E para além de bullshit, o que é que existe? Authenticity. Ok, Luís, perguntas de uma palavra não entrou neste espaço. Isso é um conceito. O que é que quer dizer authenticity aqui? Neste, nesta específica pergunta que a Joana fez. No bullshit. Just flowing. Just bringing what is. O que é que isso quer dizer? O que é que isso quer dizer? Sentir medo e ir na mesma. 
sentir raiva e, e abrir a raiva e ir na raiva deixar que a raiva me leve sentir Carla, tu também sentir sentir e ir aí, naquilo que sinto é esse, isso é o caminho é isso sou eu, quando é, quando é verdade eu sinto que é, seja lá o que essa merda seja e é aí que vou é naquilo que sinto É, eu acho é mais é, é ir para, para, ou seja, além da bullshit, é, de, é, é mostrar tal e qual como mostrar a raiva e mostrar o medo tal e qual como se, se, se mostra qualquer outra coisa. Quando se chega a outro e, e se propõe algo para trabalhar e que é muito bonito e muito entusiasmante, se calhar conseguir abrir também para o medo e para a raiva e para tudo que não está bem. E pôr para fora e dizer e descobrir juntos. Luís, e se a tua Mas... sombra fosse bullshit? Hum. Qual era a tua pergunta? Thank you. Okay, agora vamos terminar e ir para a terceira, para a terceira pessoa. Que mantenham-se neste espaço de descoberta, ok? Em vez de fazer o, o espaço crashar, que é um crash. Luís, é o próximo space holder, não é? Sim. Ok. Go. Already starts. Eu vou ao outro breakout room. Pois bom. É. Carla, escreves tu? A minha pergunta... Estamos a escrever no chat, não é? Sim, pode escrever lá. Okay. A minha pergunta... Lui colocou aquela que menos sei, que é a indivisibilidade. A minha pergunta é como é que eu posso passar de invisível a clareza qual é a tua necessidade real nessa tua pergunta é o medo de de aproveitar o conseguir ser invisível para ficar lá e, e não para trazer para clareza como se fosse tão confortável o estar invisível estou uh, a ficar triste porque é como se não tivesse ao serviço uh, chega-me tipo assim dormir em pé Como é, que eu, como é que eu posso passar como é que eu posso usar esse skill Joana como é como é que eu posso não usar como é que eu posso não usar esse skill Joana qual é a necessidade que tu tens de procurar a clareza Good question. Isso está-me a levar para o espaço de de mudar a forma como eu vejo a clareza. 
que é que sentes agora sobre isso? Sinto que há outras formas de, de ir buscar a clareza sem ser invisível. Ou seja, estou a expandir as possibilidades que tenho de, de procurar o espaço onde eu procuro a clareza. Às vezes é retirar-me do espaço, ver o que é que se passa. E agora sinto que posso estar no espaço e, e, e fazer algo diferente. Um, posso mudar o espaço onde... onde, onde Podes-me trazer clareza acerca do, de ser invisível? Sim, tem a ver com o meu, meu campo energético. Hum. É como se fizesse uma bolha, é como se eu visse para uma bolha. O medo de me fundir com os espaços e de não ter clareza faz-me sair do espaço energeticamente. E, mas esse movimento é, é, não está alinhado com o momento. Não está alinhado com o, com o momento presente. É, é, por isso é que eu não sei... De onde, quando é que é skill, quando é que não é skill? E o que é que é? O que é que é gremlin ou o que é que, não, ou o que, é que pode não ser gremlin? Porque muito, neste fim de semana senti que fiz isso e depois que voltei e voltei no tempo, e, mas outras vezes não, outras vezes fico, fico lá na bolha. Então sinto, sinto que não estou conectada com o espaço, não estou dentro do espaço, estou fora. E só posso trazer a clareza depois, noutro espaço. Então é como é que hum, está-me a surgir a possibilidade de me conectar com o espaço, hum, não, não vou para fora, mas é como se eu entro no espaço primeiro, ou seja, é como se eu crio um espaço primeiro, em vez de me afastar do espaço que existe, eu estou no espaço, crio outra possibilidade, sem saber o que é, e aí posso, posso navegar dentro do espaço e não sair. Joana, hum. é possível que estejas aqui a encontrar uma forma de... Uh, eu fiz este gesto porque foi mais ou menos o que estavas a fazer, qualquer coisa, faltam 58 segundos, ok? Só para te dar esta noção. Daqui a um minuto estaremos na sala. Isso. Uh, queres feedback? Faz a pergunta, continua. Sim, então, é, tu há pouquinho disseste uma coisa que eu vou relacionar com o agora, que é, há pouquinho disseste, eu tenho medo de, ao estar no espaço e não ser invisível, de me mesclar com o espaço, me, me, misturar, me misturar com o espaço e depois não conseguir sair de lá de dentro. Uhum. Vou voltar a repetir. Tenho medo eu, eu, eu de me misturar energeticamente. Pode seguir, pode seguir. E aqui a minha pergunta é, e se esse medo te trouxer uma qualidade enorme de presença nesse espaço, se esse medo de te deixar te permitir ser o espaço mais ou seja, se tu te mesclares com o espaço o espaço passas a ser tu já não precisas criar nada nem antes nem depois o que é que sentes sobre isto? Sinto que ainda é outra possibilidade 
I, I was saying to Alain, the joy of creating, causing consequences. Okay. As, as, we'll a, as a proposal that. of the joy of responsibility, of exploring what it is, the joy of responsibility. I just wanted to say this to everybody in the room. I, I managed time in such a way that we would end at 2.30 right now uh, with you. And I, I want to ask humbly for five to 10 minutes more. Do you, is there any resistance? No, not for me. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Any, I would like to hear what was the, what was things that didn't work, but worked? Where's your struggle at the moment about creating discovery? For me, it was discovering the place of discovery because I didn't know what, what to expect of that place. So I, I, what I feel is that if we continued on doing this, it would be clearer and I would get into the space with a different quality. So this was just experimental, but it was very, um, very out of the, of the box. So it's very, um, and I, I really enjoyed this. I think this, is, can, this can be really, really helpful really fun actually thank you for bringing this thank you Carla for me it was uh, when being the space and, and uh, when being part of the space and, and being the space holder and has receiving the space and receiving the questions the the continuous invitation of jumping from one space to another going sideways not not staying in that place jumping so making making all those jumps and enjoying the gaps in between that's what what brings me home because that's that's when i just feel expansion happening in me and in others thank you Thank you, Luis. Uh, for me, was um, was also like a parallel training of being in the unknown, speaking from the unknown, not be hooked uh, or or using using the source of. Um, like really speak with the distinctions in, in a completely different way using different words using different vocabulary and and i really appreciate that and how i enjoy this safe space to to be in the unknown it's kind of like something in me is really like Ah uh, yes, I like. I really enjoy that. I really enjoy the questions that make me stop. And I, I'm realizing now that I'm afraid of of the silence of the stop. Like like to hold this for myself, but I need that to be 
in that space of silence for people to be there with them in the silence when everything stops. Thank you. Thank you, Joana. I had this really great experience of kind of noticing my perspective on the question changing. It was like I could almost see the expansion happening or I like could feel like the expansion of like, oh yeah, shit, this is what I'm doing to myself. Or like, this is what's going on. Or like clarity kind of coming in. I hadn't quite experienced it so kind of in the moment before. I feel super glad to have had this space and just feel so alive to like be, as Joanna said, in the unknown of like, oh, there's this question, where's it gonna go? We have no fucking idea where it's going. We don't know what, what the answer is. And just to sort of like sit in it and see what comes up. Feels like this exciting adventure. <laughs> Thank you, Julian. It was when you really put the question, you feel that something is shifting, that the space is shifting in that moment, and you stay with it and you're just holding the space. I, I. And I hold the space for the other one. And The more questions, the, the more you can go to see actually what's there. Thank you. For me, what comes is the image is like jumping from the plane in the parachute. So you don't know where you are and you have, but you know that there is the parachute there. It will, it, it's like trusting that it will open. So it's this feeling <laughs> all the time. It's being receiving the questions and, and holding uh, holding space for making the questions. So I, I had that sensation. So it's exciting place. It's a lot of mixed things there. It's like it's exciting, it's it's fear, and there is a lot of things there. But it's 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 a growing space. Yeah. Thank you. I have. This was a discovery for me. I didn't. I have never held a space like this, and I enjoyed. It was like the meta meta meta. Enjoyed. What are the elements that are needed? I've not really thought about, like made a session only entirely on this. What is needed to create discovery in a conversation? And uh, what I noticed that for, I, I have some things written down that I'm, that you said that works and I'm going to put them in the, in the Telegram group. And what I think could be really good practices for you for keep creating um, for you and for me to keep creating discovery is 
to stay out of concepts, meaning yeah. whenever you hear, uh, even maybe making a whole session about when you say responsibility, what does it look like? What does it look like right now in this call, in this moment? How does it feel in all of your five bodies? So to describe uh, responsibility in your experiential reality, or even, you know, any, any, so that, so that when you're, because that's a skill of navigating out of, out of concept. A lot of people just speak in concepts and it's really, okay, what does it, what does it really look like? What does it look like commitment right now? What does it look like speaking from the unknown right now? What does it feel like? So then you start sensing what else is there than, than, than the concept. So for me, when I, when I practiced this and it started with my uh, travels with Sophie Magdalena, she said something like, she looked at these trees and she said, they're so beautiful. And I thought, okay, what is beautiful? That's a story. They're beautiful. I don't know what beautiful means. What does it do to you to look at this, look at the trees? What does it do to your physical body, your energetic body, your emotional body? Describe there. So she would even describe and it would still have another story. It was like, okay, stop. that's still another story. How does it feel like? How does it really go? And so to start practicing, really go to the what is happening in you. So to, to, to get more space out of the concepts would be your uh, a proposal of a next step. And another proposal of next step would be to, to change how you say hello in your calls and how you speak in the calls, like, like using like, or, or speaking in you statements, or making, so we did this in the Trainer Path Brazil a long time ago, that no one is allowed to say hello in the same way. So you, when you already come into the call, you are already centered, and something else is speaking than your box, than the normal hello, or how are you, you know, already you, you try another identity. It's not about get, letting gremlin take over. It's about getting out of the box, basically, even then to keep you awake. So I'll put these suggestions for next practices. And if someone says like or speaks from the unknown, then you, you, you would give one euro to the trainer path gathering happening in Portugal. <laughs> for, for dessert, for an intimacy cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I'm open to feedback and uh, please give it to me in the group. And I'm glad to be here and I want to come back and do even more things. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Vera. Thank you, Vera, for coming. Thank you, Vera. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See you soon. Bye. See you. Bye.